0: Later on Media Armed.
1: Not only the cost of building these towers, just how many people are gonna use it. Uh there
0: there there are a few G's too far. I don't even think spotty is fair because there aren't gonna be many spots to begin with. (laughs) Hey there, welcome back to Media Armed. And we're back with my good buddy, Zaid Abu Hamdan. And I know I know I pronounced your last name correctly because I'm obsessive about it. <laughs> um, so uh, basically we're talking a little bit about 5G today. Um, I know Zaid and I are becoming more increasingly aware of it just because um, obviously it's being a lot more widely adopted where we live, we both live in the suburbs of Michigan in America. so. Um, we're we're slowly getting the uh the the benefits and the uh luxury of what the city's got with that uh that pretty stable 5g coverage over the last couple years that's been obviously improving but still when when you're talking about stable coverage it pretty much consists only of the cities at this point and um yeah we're, we're working towards that
1: yeah it's. That's very true. Uh it's it's still like a work in progress though. It's not like a thing like 4G or 3G how it's already set in stone and already out there. Uh there's still a few problems with it and it's it's slowly going towards uh its goal. So that's good.
0: Yeah, obviously 5G just has the problem that 4 and 3G had when they were first coming out, which is just them being young and just not being very mature. Um, and you think about how 4G over, like, maybe the last decade-ish got to as um, reliable as it is today. And it still isn't perfect either. There's still some pretty glaring uh, gaps in the coverage in, like, you know, rural areas or um, even, like, even like within suburbs, there just tend to be a lot of dead zones. Um, I say a lot. A lot's kind of a stretch. There tend to be a few dead zones here and there you'll encounter them. Um, it obviously is always improving, but it seems at least publicly, a lot of the network carriers are very focused on getting 5G expanded over making 4G even more accessible.
1: Yeah, I I feel like probably one of the most like accessibility problem could is like a could be a persisting factor because I know, uh, unlike 4G, 5G can't really reach out as far as many things Mm -hmm. as I'm trying to be as non technical as possible with like you know no like, yeah that's fair yeah. It, it, it it
0: just generally does not have as much range just because it's i mean in the most in the most uh in the most user-friendly terms higher speeds means higher frequency which means lower range for the same amount of <laughs> for the same amount of energy obviously um I, I listen i'm not a 5g expert either all i know is that the it tends to be the more um the faster the, the the obviously the more data that's being transferred at higher speeds leads to just decreased range.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing when you're using computer a computer or anything that has like a kind of wireless. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go into your settings, you could see oh you have two point four or five. Uh, the five is typically stronger, but doesn't have that far of a range. It's basically the same thing with five G here.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of how, um, That's I mean, 5G is essentially in the dilemma, maybe less so, uh, that 4G had a couple of, uh, well, closer to, closer to a decade plus. 4G has been pretty reliable for a good while now, but 4G, um, when it was first being rolled out, was kind of the 5G of the like early 2000s and how it was really, really fast for its time and like completely dwarfed 3G in speed. Um, but then just had that problem of coverage, even though 5g is a much bigger leap, um, from th- a much bigger leap than what three to four was from four to five,
1: for obviously. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, probably one of the biggest reasons that people are concerning are concerned using 5g now is probably because of how, is because of how fast it is. You could, if you could get stuff on your phone or computer or whatever, virtually instantly it's that yeah of course yeah
0: you have you have like you you have like those really really cheesy demos like hey you have a celebrity on the t-mobile commercial downloading a whole season of a netflix show in like two seconds stuff like that it's obviously very uh it's it's exaggerated as most people won't ever get that um perfect scenario unless you're standing right by the modem and you know perfect weather conditions and all that it's 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 still very much a um very much a like a demonstration of concept right now yeah and that's kind of and that's kind of what i wanted to talk about um i, I just want to talk about how, i i want to have a more uh interesting conversation about 5g because i hear a lot of people talking about 5g saying like the most predictable stuff like the, the most let's say the most uh common stuff that's said about it about how it's obviously going to be really expensive to implement more uh widely and how it's um extremely fast in this, in the, like, like we said, in that perfect scenario. And while a lot of the conversation has to be kind of like, uh, conceptual as it's really not just, it's just really not that widespread at all, especially if you're outside of an immediate city area. Um, so I want to talk about kind of the more, the consequences of the increased adoption first and, um, I was really thinking hard on this, trying to like you know crystallize and collect a lot of the a lot of my thoughts on this, and I remember re- I, I I still do read about it, and more so since um, obviously five G is and we're gonna say that word so many times, but five uh, G is like ever uh, relevant right now with the release of the new iPhones since they finally picked up five G, and obviously. Apple sells hundreds of millions of those phones every year, obviously you're going to see a huge uh, influx of users on it. Right. And, um, like 5g phones aren't new at this point anymore. Um, they, they, they've been, uh, like a lot of the Android phones have been implementing it for the past uh, year or two. Um, most, 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 uh, recently I think of the pixel five from Google that has it. Uh, obviously the Samsung phones have it, the, um, the LG phones. It just it's becoming more of a um, it's becoming more of a minimum than an actual uh, like cutting edge feature nowadays in these phones.
1: Yeah, it's it's becoming more and more common. So
0: yeah, exactly. Um, and so I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking about this increased uh, adoption. And I remember back when the the first 5G phones came out, they all had to come out with much bigger batteries because. When you're on that network and, you know, obviously getting a lot more data a lot more quickly, your battery life just takes a huge, huge hit. And so you see a lot of these uh, 5G phones coming out now, even the iPhones, with just, like, substantially bigger physical batteries in the phones just because they have to be able to keep up. Now, granted, granted, um, I don't think at this point if you live outside of a city where obviously you're going to get – I don't even think spotty is fair because – there aren't even going to be many spots to begin with. Yeah. Um, so I would say that uh, battery life, again, on your on, if you're on in a, in a city where you're constantly on 5G, it's a pretty big concern. I'd say because it's, it's it is going to take a big hit, especially if you're doing the commercial uh, down, you know, downloading a season of Netflix or uh, watching a 4K YouTube video like instantly, no buffering, you know, while you're in the car or something like that. It's, it's a concern for those uh, people in the city, but if you're outside of the city, I would say that it's definitely not, it's definitely a non-issue at this point. Um, the same way that, um, I mean, we, we didn't even really have smartphones for that long when 4G was being, uh, you know, more, more widely adopted. It was kind of, um, 4G was kind of everywhere before, uh, like, you know, the first iPhone and a lot of, and like became a lot more, um, like a lot more ubiquitous. Like everyone had a phone. Um, that really wasn't the case back in um, 2010-ish when four was basically how five is now, just kind of on the horizon, but still being implemented in really uh, few locations.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, especially with the, the fact that it's few locations because it's like, like I said earlier, because it has such a limited range unless you know you have like a, like a tower right next to your house or apartment for example and mm. it it works with your uh, inter- uh you know service provider i I don't really see a reason why you could use 5g right now or actually there wouldn't be a reason because you can't get that you know the coverage for it
0: which is like why I always find it so funny when um, phones advertise 5g as or phone developers advertise 5g as like you know, a flagship feature when inevitably most people won't use it quite yet. Um, I, 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 I get the, I get the appeal of advertising that, Hey, when you, when you're in that situation where you can use it, you can use it and it'll work really, really well. Um, but like, but kind of off your point, uh, it's like an infrastructure problem at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, because obviously 5g phones are going to get to people a lot faster than 5g coverage. will. yeah. And, uh, and obviously the, the whole, uh, the whole density problem is, is ever present. Cause well, especially where I live, I've seen, um, more 5g modems pop up. In fact, I, well, we're on T-Mobile, my family is, so uh, I, I can, I'm able to go on their website and see like exactly where their 5g and their 4g overlap and where, where, it, where it starts and stops and technically like where I live, we do get 5g, um. Granted, I obviously don't have a I don't have a phone that supports it. Yeah, but um, I also live in I also live in the suburbs bordering on a city. It's it's like it's especially in Michigan. It's like substantially small. It's it's really a really uh, especially outside of the city. I I I'm saying especially a ton of times. Uh, but outside of the city, it's almost a, it's almost a non-issue because suburbs, at least where we live, uh, suburbs are really really spotty even if covered at all.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's entirely true. Um, especially with T-Mobile, I believe right now they're actually leading with how much coverage they have in 5G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they definitely
0: are. They they advertise that a lot.
1: Yeah, and I'm right now I'm in Verizon, and if I, want, if I had a 5G phone right now, where I am, if I wanted to use 5G, I think I ought to drive about 30 minutes to get too close to a 5G uh, tower just so I could mm-hmm. use it. So sure, yeah, it, it, it really highly depends on who you have and how close you are to a tower.
0: Yeah, and and like, and like we were saying, the biggest issue right now is just having a phone that supports it. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um. So so you almost wonder like what the timeline is for um, five G reaching the same ubiquitousness or uh, the same um, uh the same reliability that 4g has you almost wonder if it's going to be a lot longer just because of how much mon- how much more infrastructure you have to replace and build on just to make sure it's like reliable where it's going and especially like outside of um outside of america and outside like around the world even the places that don't have cell service at all it becomes like uh, it becomes like a real real first world problem yeah when you're talk when you're <laughs> talking about getting two gigabytes of data, two gigabytes uh, down per second, um, where where most people are worried about, like, dial-up type speeds.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A, lo- a lot of uh, other places that are still, you know, you- they have smartphones. I'm pretty sure most of them aren't even considering 5G yet, just because not only the cost of building these towers, just how many people are going to use it. Um, there, there, there are
0: a few Gs too far.
1: Yeah. I, I think, like, the one thing with those towers, like sure it, it could, it's good that it produces 5G, but it's just gonna be the cost. I'm pretty sure they're gonna throw them all on the city first and then sort of spread out from there because since there's more people going to be in a city, there's more customers that could you know buy their 5G phones and use the 5G that'll be happy with it opposed to people who live out some more and you know are not as like tightly packed as the city and you know would not probably get a tower.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's like that's also that's also almost kind of like a little bit of an outdated state of things, too, because 5G is like very much and it's kind of contradicting what I said, but it, as much as it's still spotty, it is still ever present in like suburban areas. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if you're in a city, you have pretty reliable 5G um, where you're going again, depending on because there's obviously the different types of it like the uh the sub millimeter wave which is basically just the like lower end of speeds and then there's the like Verizon has their ultra wide band which is like that's like the crazy high end bleeding edge like that's where you're getting like you know 2 gigabytes down per second that's yeah that, that's that's the stuff that's a lot more um a lot more niche so you almost the, the line is almost blurred a little bit when when you're talking about how a lot of the time if you're in the city maybe you're only getting the low end of it and you're basically only getting a little bit faster than 4G whereas sometimes you stumble onto the right block and you're getting the ultra wideband with those crazy uh crazy download speeds so it's like the the whole marketing ploy about um like you know 5G this big leap forward and stuff like that it's just it's literally just not realistic
1: yeah especially right now it's it's not going to be it's not going to be able to be used as efficiently as people are saying right now.
0: Yeah. And I would say in the, in in the, I assume you're referring to the current state of things. Um, it's definitely not. Um,
1: that is a fact. Maybe yeah. not, maybe,
0: maybe not as much of a focus um, for uh, companies and whatnot.
1: Yeah, definitely. They're since the companies are, you know, the people who are promoting all this stuff are kind of, you know, nestled away in their little office safe from outside. Uh, they're not considering the fact that, they're going to be sending workers out there to build these towers. They're going to be with each other. They could get sick, especially what's happening right now. So right now yeah. it's probably not going to be the best idea to start building these towers.
0: Because and, that, and that's yeah, and that's kind of like go ahead.
1: Uh, it's like, yeah, it's like can I remember how many people are going to be packed closely to that tower? You're going to have someone working on it. Maybe someone's going to be helping out them out. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people who are delivering the materials that are not even from that you know general companies. Uh, uh, who's building the tower? So there's, there's gonna be a lot of contact, and people could get sick. Which, if company, if like people find out that companies are not about to work, and they get sick from that, and they don't really care, I feel like that could hurt their rep too.
0: Sure, sure. And and that's kind of that's kind of like the whole point of this conversation, right? It's talking about as much as there's a lot, as much as a lot of the conversation of five G has already been had. It's important to like dial it down to like a personal level, right? Because. Um, you talk you talk about the actual state of affairs of just general phone service. Most people have four G reliably. Um, if you're talking about like you know suburban America, um, and you see you see this push to just keep pushing that bleeding edge, right? Just get closer and closer and closer to uh, those faster speeds and those like instant buffering and all, it's, and you know like no buffering and instant loading, uh, instant loading times and all that stuff when like the reality of it is just it's just the the same way that most people aren't buying flagship you know thousand plus dollar phones every year most people are looking at these 5g commercials and they're just not seeing the they're just not seeing the the effect on their life immediately
1: they're not seeing the big picture just yet
0: no not yet yeah and with um with that i wanted to transition a little bit right i wanted i want to get away from um like specifically phones for this i want to talk about some of the more um some of the more unexpected as more or less unexpected um like uses of 5g outside of obviously i mean most people are like okay cool my phone just kind of functions faster i can i can look up websites i can download things it just all works faster when the when the whole there's like the whole ignored half of the half of the token there talking about um how this can be implemented obviously to just like mobile computing computing in general yeah um the first thing that comes to mind is with um like like future wearable tech you think about like uh maybe ar glasses augmented reality glasses or like like you know the google glass like they yeah. originally had um a good a while a good a while ago you imagine that um that could be like super like that could be a huge boon to the um experience there as much as uh, you, you could say connectivity and latency is not the problem that killed the Google, the Google glass, but, um, yeah. it definitely would help. Cause you imagine, um, you imagine no latency with that type of wearable tech and you're, um, it feels a lot more intuitive and
1: yeah. responsive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's, there's a whole other like area where they could use 5g, um, Like, you know, they could have, you know, made the Google glasses, you know, uh, much better (laughs) with Mm -hmm. the 5G. But there's also other things too, like surgeries could have been, can be doing, being done remotely. Um, Mm -hmm. They could even help with cars, you know, driving, like communicate with each other, like self-driving cars.
0: Self, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. There's
1: a, there's a whole, you know, variety of things that 5G could help out with that's, you know, mostly time sensitive.
0: And that's the, and that's the unique appeal of it, right? As much as, as much as I, I downplay the whole, like, uh, obviously it's not going to be a snap and everyone has instant, like ultra wide band 5g. Right. Um, but it's, it's more so about how much bigger this jump in general is from three to four, because obviously you're going from three, let's say, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10, 10 megabytes down per second. Uh, that's a very, very rough, a uh, ballpark. Yeah. And then for, for uh, four, obviously you jump maybe like five times as fast. and Then you have most 5G, like not talking about the low band, but most of the mid band and the ultra wide are substantially faster, like 20, 30 times faster. And so that's how you get like that latency down for the, like, again, stuff like self-driving cars. And like you, it's, like you said, it's a great point with the remote, remote surgeries and stuff like that. And it's just, it's such a, it's such a young industry like we were talking about. And it's just interactions are going to become in a way redefined, like in a slow, uh, a slow inch towards that um, getting everyone on that reliable, uh, getting everyone on that reliable uptick in speed and responsiveness.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That, yeah, it's going to be, I want to say it's going to basically change how, everything communicates with each other like information sending wise but it's just the one thing that's holding me back from saying that is that remember how it's short-ranged and all that uh yeah
0: and it's yeah
1: so like if you want like for instance the doctor who's gonna be doing that surgery to actually do it remotely he needs to be close enough to get that signal to go across that he might as well just go do it himself you know
0: that that is fair, yeah. I fair. You, you imagine you could have like a string of towers, maybe to get his um, get his connection, you know, like yeah. like from a, from, a cost, from across from uh, across a couple cities or a state.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like at the same time, you know, think about the budget like that. Like, do you think that uh, mm-hmm. do you think like a company would want to build multiple tower, like five towers, costing them a whole mm-hmm. bunch? Where... It
0: it inevitably comes down to the infrastructure investment problem, yes. obviously.
1: So you do you, you rather think they want to pay all that for the towers to be built, or do you think they'd rather have the doctor pay like, you know, ten bucks for gas and just no, of get course, more? of course, yeah. yeah.
0: So, and, so and, and this in the same way that having um having just faster connection in general just allows us to consider stuff like that after it's already established is really, really valuable because obviously we, we, we talk we talk a lot of like hypotheticals, obviously, because a lot of it is still hypothetical and how obviously it's still not very widely adopted so it has to be hypothetical um right now for the most part and uh obviously there's testing and stuff like that that happens but um a lot of this like very futuristic sounding and like you know uh very very like uh kind of like kind of unimaginable stuff to us because you could you could imagine a whole slew of stuff like wearable tech or um just enhanced machines and stuff like that that benefit from this that's just out of our like comprehension just because we don't have it just because we don't have it reliably. And um, the same way that, like I was saying, the same way that the faster speed enables us to think of this stuff with four, with 4G's mass adoption, that'll, that's what will happen with this. And eventually over time, it'll just become second nature and we'll get... Desensitized to it, and inevitably be looking forward to 6G.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. It's gonna, it's there's going to be a slow process. You know, mostly building those towers, getting people on board with 5G. Basically, 5G will become a minimum for phones, just like how 4G is right now.
0: Of course, it's it's not it's not so much about the speed, like uh, those those uh, really those really really you know one off tests, as much as it is about just benefiting us just benefiting the communication as a whole
1: oh yeah for sure
0: all right Zaid, i really appreciate you being on this week um you're you're definitely coming back obviously (laughs) when when, when we get really techy again obviously um i I i like to keep the podcast not entirely focused on tech as much as we do talk tech a lot on here especially um especially in the realm of um mobile, especially in the realm of like mobile devices, we've talked a good amount about phones and whatnot on here, but um, we always, we, de- we deviated a little bit. Uh, not not trying to keep obviously um, wired on tech as much as we do talk tech on here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but we'll definitely have you on for something else. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. If you need a nerd, you know who to call.
0: It <laughs> sounds good, man. Listen. <laughs> All right. All right. You, you, you already got what you already got one in me. So it's already, it's already <laughs> very, it's already very reliable, right? All right
1: there you go. All right. Thank I appreciate you. it, man. Yeah.
0: All right, and and as always, I really appreciate you guys tuning into Media Arm this week. And um, as as much as I think this uh, conversation as a whole was really nice, um, I just think that a lot of the conversation on five G has already been had. But I do want to just throw my hat in there and talk about um, what I think were more or less the like more or less unexpected, uh, obviously unexpected consequences and upsides of 5g's mass adoption as much as it wasn't the most uh maybe not the most unique episode i really do i really do want to talk about this especially as it's getting more and more relevant with iphone adopting 5g and um i really i really i really do hope you guys appreciate it i the the support especially from the last episode with luke was it was uh by far my fastest listened to episode. Um, it got it, it. It blew my other episodes out of the water for the first day uh, listens to it, and I I just really appreciate it. Um, Luke Luke carried that. To be fair, Luke car- completely carried it. Um, but I really appreciate I really appreciate the support as always. And on the next episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like you know, like the 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 universe of connected films talking about the unique appeal of it and i want to talk really really specifically about some other attempts to try and recreate its success and how basically why they haven't they why they haven't worked as well (laughs) and i'll as always feel free to follow me on the socials if you'd like and my as well as myself and i'll talk to you next time take care